that's a triple play. New episodes of Kenway. Open your mind at the first gate. Press play, no need to debate. AOA, check me out. Look, clock in, you can count on me. Yeah, 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 what is going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages? Welcome back to the AOA show. I'm your host, as always, Ian, along with the boy Isaiah. Yo, yo, yo. And Q season four for us has finally come to an end, which means I know it's bittersweet, but it means that we have to review it now. And we want to review it because it was really damn good. And hopefully, you guys are, you know, hyped to, to listen to our, our laid back podcast style thoughts you know what i mean like when you get into the reaction sometimes it's like you're focused on trying to not miss things but you're also trying to make sure your energy's up you know what i mean just in general because you don't want to just sit there and be you know like a board the whole time as well and when we get to talk like this it really lets us just take a second to step back and reflect on all the things that we saw in the season and go over you know what we really liked what we really didn't etc so that's what we're going to do today um i mean shit man hopping right into it i would say that um this season i'm just going to come right out the gate and say i think this was my favorite season yet i it, it was probably a strong contender between this season season four and season two, I would say, would be the would be the other one. Um, they were probably my favorite seasons, and for different reasons. But there was something for this season, you know, just the the new change of pace with the new studio and all that kind of stuff was like it just you know it kind of took us out of what some might consider a little bit of stagnation. You know what I mean with the same studio and them going through and doing all that kind of stuff. So it added a new look and a new appeal to it, a new aesthetic, which was cool. But also. I just love the amount of growth that Hinata has this season, along with all the other, you know, cast and, and part of the team. Uh, it was just something fantastic. And like the latter half of the season with Inarizaki was, I mean, we've said it before, but you know, I think I speak for both of us when I say that was the the best game yet. That was the, that was the best game we've seen in Haikyuu yet. And I mean, what is Haikyuu? How good is Haikyuu if not as good as the games that they show, right? So it's like, if you know what I mean, it'd be kind of weird for yeah, me to be yeah. like, that was my favorite game. It spanned like eight to 10 episodes and then be like, yeah, I didn't like this season as much, you know? So I, I really liked it a lot. I thought it was very good. Uh, there were some fantastic things about it. I don't know if you had any, what your initial impressions were, or if you rank this season anywhere, you know, out of the four we've currently seen so far and, and why curious to hear your thoughts on this one. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that this is probably season four is probably my number one favorite um i think i would also actually put season two as my second favorite uh i i don't know it's funny because the more people i've talked to season three kind of seems to be the number one for most people at least that i've talked to so i mean that's you know just one pool but like people that seem to like moments in season four and like you know a, a lot of interactions and maybe like just this game but i i just kind of love like the whole season i like you know we there's obviously the game with inarizaki which was dope i feel like you know this this game was like nothing but show and like you know not like the the game with uh shiratorizawa and seijo they all had like really great moments and and some really beautifully animated shots and just you know great like scene choreography and stuff but something about this game 
just felt like this felt like the game that i would tune in to watch on tv because it was just so like action-packed and like intense from literal the first whistleblow to the last like it was it, i don't know i this genuinely this match had me on the edge of my seat but like not you know more than most of these matches just because i was so genuinely invested the whole time and like i don't know and i i also really ge really genuinely fuck with the the new animation i think it's a nice change of pace like you said kind of breaks up a little bit of the monotony of like the show looking you know too similar to the other seasons which like isn't necessarily bad but again that's something that i've heard a lot of people complain about is that they weren't really you know super cool on the animation um or at least at first i know some people it's growing on but i was kind of like about it from the jump you know i mean like took an episode to get used to but i don't know i liked it more uh but yeah i definitely really love the season i really love this game um and the the opposing team which is something that i'm haven't really a place i haven't really been in with past seasons and past uh you know games like you know there's players on Seijo that I liked and there's players on Shiro Torizawa that I like but just as a as a unit you know as a as a collective team I really mess with uh Inarizaki mm. yeah man I I really like that team a lot you know and that definitely added to the appeal for their game you know not just that it was a good game it was that I was genuinely invested in that other team um yeah I mean starting from the rip though I mean on this season I just for starters, I mean, I always love a good training arc, you know, and I feel like season two, you know, I, which is probably why I feel like they follow a somewhat similar pattern in the mm. sense that there's a lot of, of training and, and things like that. Um, not that there isn't in other in season one and all that, but there was just a new level of it. And it was it was this this rhythm we go in where we get to see them work on things and understand that they still have so much further to go. And then it all comes out to play no pun intended when the game starts right like that's when it that's when it just shows all the fruits of their labor and like that new thing they learned and understanding other players and all that kind of jazz right like i really liked the idea of kagiyama going to the youth camp and i love the idea of hinata you know as the ball boy for their you know their little clinic that they did uh just really helped them grow in droves especially hinata because that was just the sleeper training regimen that apparently we always needed because Hinata is like a sponge, you know, I've said it before, but like the thing with him is he has to be put in the right scenario to learn it. You know what I mean? Like he had to learn the, the fundamentals of, of volleyball really, you know, from like kind of from the ground up, um, which, you know, it, it was so interesting to see because he was, his athleticism in a sense gave him so many advantages, but in a way it almost gave him all disadvantages as well if he never took a step back to learn the basics and the fundamentals, right? Because he mm. jumps into the game and he's already like semi-decent. He could do the quick, and um, but he can't receive or serve or anything like that, right? So like him going to that was a big deal and I really love to see it. And I love to see Kageyama, like I said, at the youth camp. I really like Fuki, the, um, the Olympic coach, uh, who was just a genuine cool guy in you know uh, all things considered and had some great things to say and it was like I was you know I really liked the introduction of some of these these big star players that we're gonna see right these are all the kids that are there and then it just gives them a little bit more you know uh, we get a little bit more insight into them before we probably verse them later in the future and I just thought that was cool how they introduced them and and how Kageyama handled that and the bounce back between those two and being able to see a lot of the other players that were normally playing against 
but to be able to see them all playing together in a sense you know what i mean was really cool like we're all on the same side for this like you know sharing a passion for the game we all want to get better etc so it was cool to to see that sort of thing and you know i i just that was something that i uh that i really enjoyed in the in the in the former half of the season and then i mean the, the game with date tech was uh was that that was a good game you know what i mean there's a lot of like drama that went on there between you know kagiyama and nishinoya who you know they left us on that cliffhanger but then noya handled it like a champ you know and like his whole team came around him and, and that was that was really cool to see but uh yeah the, the the just talking about the former half of the season right now i i really loved the training and everything that went into making these players better for when it counted absolutely yeah i completely agree i think the you know a lot obviously you know our returning cast you know we're talking about katasuno um I wouldn't say, you know, when I say, yeah, returning cast for the season, like most of Inazari, actually pretty much the entire team are all new players. Like we kind of meet uh, Atsumo at like the youth training camp. So he's not like, you know, he's the one that we kind of know the most, but even then we don't really know a lot about him. Um, but specifically, at least for me, some of the really standout new characters that I love this season. Um, obviously you have Kurai, who's the, you know, the, uh, I believe, uh, He's the wing spiker. I'm actually not 100% on his position. Um, hold on. Let me look it up real quick because I have the outside hitter. That's what it is. Um, and the ace of his team, uh, which definitely tracks. I mean, you know, from what we saw, the like little snippets of the matches he was in, uh, pretty much 1v6. <laughs> At least that's how it felt, uh, the teams that he played against. So, like, you know, he's definitely and a little giant which is, is interesting for obvious reasons because he's definitely like this, you know, weird kind of parallel to Hinata in a sense, right? I mean, he, you know, the, the size, stature, and, and but he doesn't, the, the take he has on it, you know, we did a, we recorded a tier list. I'm not necessarily sure if this is going to come out before or after that. But uh, regardless, in that, I was talking about, like, his philosophy is one of the things I like about him. A, it's good for him to just have as a person who, you know, is this height and, and probably, and, obviously faces the same stigma that Hinata does, but it was good because Hinata was there when he's talking about it. So it was like good for Hinata to, to hear what he had to say. Um, you know, which is more or less like if I'm, you know, my size doesn't matter. My size should not uh, attribute to how good or valuable I am to this team as a player, right? If I'm, if I win, it's because I train. It's because I'm good at the game and I know what I'm doing. If I lose, it's because I didn't practice enough, you know, or I wasn't trying hard enough. Um, which is really cool. It's really nice. And it's, it's cool to see somebody with that, level of intensity basically it's like you know it's nice to see that of you know in a way like a version of hinata that isn't hinata exist in the world in this world volleyball right in their you know in their leagues in their tournament because you know hinata is such a you know with his sort of like weird highly natural athleticism and stuff it's easy to you know forget or, or rather it's easy to be reminded that he's not he's kind of like an odd he's an incredibly odd case right there's not a lot of hinata's just running around playing volleyball it's sometimes it can be i would imagine at least for hinata like a little lonely right where it's like he's not there's not many players that are like going through the exact trials and tribulations he is and his are specific to him that you know it is, it's nice to to meet somebody that's like no nah, you know I, I i get what you're going through even and it seems like they you know when they they meet they sort of immediately hit it off like as rivals um which is cool and then the second character that's new this season is uh ko koana ko ko oh man i'm just fucking up all these names um <laughs> what team kanoka 
Oh, Kanoko. Uh, the, yeah, from uh, Nima. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love this chick. She, like, it, this was, you know, kind of the same vibe that I got from um, some of the side players from Katasuno. Whereas, like, here's this character that gets introduced, and I'm expecting this to be, like, you know, okay, here's this cute new character we're going to meet for, like, an episode two, and she'll have some, like, you know, kind of cool, you know, cute, like, neat interaction, and then we'll be on our way, right? We're at National to win. But she's, you know, she kind of, she has two episodes, you know, I believe that she kind of takes the main uh, center stage of, and in those two episodes, like, I was here. I was fully invested in her as a character, and not her, dude, but... To be honest, I was invested in the relationship that she at least wanted with Tanaka to the point where I was like, Tanaka, listen, man, like, I'm, I'm in the club, too. I get it. I know that we signed up to, to be by Goddess Kyoko's side, but, like, you know, as a brother, as a man-to-man man man here, like, if you got a shot, I feel obligated to be like, bro, like, I think you got to go. You know, no hard feelings. Like, Noi and I got it. We'll run the court, but, like, you got you to gotta go. You just got to see the world, man. You got to go out there and, like... She's just so, so freaking cool, dude. I absolutely love this chick. I love how, you know, dedicated and hard she went in on volleyball, specifically because of the inspiration that she got from Tanaka. And again, once again, we talked about this a little bit in our Tealess video, um, and I'm sure we'll brush up on it once we get to Katasuno, but Tanaka is definitely, definitely getting MVP for this season and for the, the match that they have with Inarizaki just because of his innate ability to sort of persevere through, you know, the literal when the odds are stacked against him in the most literal sense and this ability to inspire and make the average ordinary player or even just person feel special and feel unique that's not a that's not a common skill and that's something that takes a lot of work and sort of uh i would say emotional honesty to to be able to pull off and he does it you know he does he makes it look easy incredibly easy so much so that it inspired kanoka to pursue volleyball and then even so once they have that their sort of penultimate moment where she you know expresses her feelings for him and 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 he you know unfortunately turns her down um you know she's kind of like does that just get my heart broken and he's like uh, uh, all right anyway back to training like I, like i got it message is clear i just have to get i just have to train even more become even more of a badass like yes girl. oh i'm so with this chick i i love her I absolutely yeah, she she was fantastic, and I, I think you know in in what you were saying there, one of the big standouts as to why this season was so good, in my personal opinion, one of the many reasons, is because of the introduction of all these amazing new characters, right? That that is something that Haikyuu does is that we gravitate towards so many different characters from so many different teams for various different reasons, and it's always amazing when we get to see them. And in season, you know, in season one, we were met, we were introduced to the you know, the, 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 the players that we have to pay attention to, you know, uh, you know, obviously Hinata and Kageyama, we met Nekuma, so we have, you know, play, players like Kenma and uh, things like that. And then in season two, you know, they introduced a, a, quite a few new characters and that was always a treat to see. Season three, you know, they did it as well. And then season four, they just really blew it off the top now because now, now all the players that they're introducing for the most part are national level. So that's why it's like, it's, you know, obviously these players are good for different reasons and they're all likable and all things like that. But uh, it was really cool to see a lot of these new players. And I feel like the one that we, we have to talk about, you know, as the, as the transition here and then into the game itself is Atsumu, um, the one uh, Mia twin, or Maya twin. Um, this guy's a character, man. He, I have to say, like, you know, again, Isaiah was saying, I don't know what's going to come out, our tier list or this first, but... 
this is a dude that has charisma <laughs> you know i'm gonna just come out and say it. i there's something about it that's like intangible you can't explain it and at least for me it it made me at first i was like eh, i don't know how i feel about this guy he's like kind of mysterious he could be a jerk but by the end of the season he was my favorite antagonist that we had and that doesn't mean that i liked all of the bad things about him obviously but I couldn't deny that there was some sort of charisma with this character that I gravitated towards and liked watching him play, you know, and like watching him play against Karasuno and be able to nail these, you know, these quicks with his twin, Asamu, things like that. There was just something about it that was really cool to watch. And I actually found myself getting excited when they would make really good plays at times. And I'm like, Okay, that means that I'm like, I probably, whether I want to admit it or not, like I either like this character or I like this team or I like both, right? And so it's like kind of this guilty pleasure that I, I can't really explain, but he really made an impression on me. And uh, like I said, I, I think he, you know, if you're going to frame Oikawa as the antagonist of maybe like season one and two, you have Ushijima at, or um, Tendo, if depending uh, for their antagonists of season three. 100% Atsumu and, and, you know, I guess you could incorporate his twin as well, uh, Asumu as well, um, you know, as the antagonist here. And I really think that he just like stole the show with, with his part. He was just really awesome to watch. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, <laughs> once again, I, in, in terms of antagonist, I think, you know, the, uh, the Maya twins and specifically Atsumu, uh, are fantastic villains. They're such a, powerful you know obstacle and in force for katasuna oh and you know you could say specifically hinata and kageyama to have to like overcome and and get, you know defeat but at the same time they're not villains that are so cruel just unlikable that like i i totally get why people just don't like these you know if anybody for anybody who doesn't i totally get why you don't um because i can't even really say that i like them you know, a hundred percent myself, but they do have a charm, charisma that you know. I don't know. Even like you were saying, it's kind of difficult to describe whether it's just their confidence on the court, whether it comes from their you know their you know placency in their own abilities. Uh, like they just they they know what they're about. They know you know from the second they get on the court, it's like incredibly you know one hundred percent clear that they are just they're in their element. And they're doing almost what it feels like they were born to do, you know? Uh, and I just watching that, it, it's in a weird way, it is, you know what it is also, I think, to be honest, the twin element is what helps them. I think because it ends up feeling like this weird mirrored version in a lot of ways, Hinata and Kageyama. So you, I think, you know, at least for me, in the back of your mind, you, you kind of like, I identified with that. And I was like, oh, okay, here's the reverse, like the what if almost, or like the, you know, what they what another version of, of this freak duo, you know, quote unquote, looks like or, or would have looked like. So it comes off a little bit, I guess, it's like better to, to take on, uh, you know, conceptually than if it's like just this one guy, like Ushiji can just do everything by himself or Okawa, who's, you know, the best on the team hands that like, you know, I don't know, something about that, that the camaraderie there, even with the brothers, even if again, like Atsuma is kind of tagged as like, you know, I don't know. I don't even know if I would say the better brother, but he's just like the more passionate one, you know, whatever. He's the the more main brother. Um, but uh, something about the duo, right? Something about that pairing, I think, works better because it's a, li a little bit more believable in my mind. 
as far as they have working together because again volleyball you know you can train as hard as you want and you can be the best individual player you are but you don't win games by yourself this isn't a solo sport so it's like part of me is like okay you know these players who are just like these tanks these like one man you know armies that just like score all the points by themselves and, and do everything i don't know that that gets a little like boring for me to watch and it gets a little bit like repetitive and it's like okay i get it we're just you know everybody get out the way like, and just clear you know put the traffic cones down clear past ushijima so he can run up and, and peg this ball into the the concrete but like you know something about this like no atsuma get it up so that you know osamu can hit like i don't know something about that you know the the coordination the teamwork the synergy that's the kind of stuff that i love about volleyball it's the kind of stuff i love about haiku specifically because it's so cool getting to see players you know in sync obviously you have hinata and kageyama who are this weird connective duo from the start but really anytime anytime we get to see player like two players like link up and like get in the same the same headspace and be like oh, okay yeah i i know i was doing this so that you could get up here and spike this and like you know it's so cool so like i'm hitting my mic all the time um but it's really cool to see like these two work together even as the villain which i just i find more enjoyable yeah totally agree there uh i think his brother definitely helps him there were some other standout characters on this team as well. I know one that I really liked was Shinsuke Kita, or Kaida. Um, he was really cool. Iran was cool. Uh, I liked him a lot. And uh, Rintaro was someone who was interesting. I don't, I, I, I don't know if I'd say that I like him, but he, uh, he definitely was interesting. <laughs> he was breaking <laughs> physics. He was doing all this kind of thing. And he was really one of the... You know, he was, to me, he was one of the scarier players on that team. I mean, they had a lot of scary players. The Twins are obviously set up to be the, the, the worst of it. But I, if I had to choose, I mean, Rintaro and uh, uh, Aaron have, like, you know, uh, a close contention there. But for different reasons, uh, he was really interesting and, like, this weird counter to Suki in a way. But then you find out that Suki kind of had him played the whole time. You know, mm -hmm. he was just, Suki was just more in tune with what he was and wasn't capable of. So, like, Rintaro beats him, per se, but like Suki understands that going in, so he's like, okay, yeah, but yeah. but it's not just me, you know what I mean? It's, it's like very knew team. he was gonna beat him, so he made a plan for if he'd lose, yeah. which like ultimately <laughs> helps him win. Yeah, right, because it's a team sport at the end yeah, of the yeah. day, right? So yeah, like that's the true. whole thing with it. But uh, we had some really cool backstories and stuff like that. I really liked how uh, Shinsuke as a captain was on the sidelines for the majority of it and his whole backstory. I mean, we've gone into that. Um, but it was really cool to see how he wrangled this team together. I loved to the the great thing. One of the amazing things about this game as well, besides it being on the national level and these likable or unlikable characters, um, was also this this like meta game within the game uh, of the the bands and the and the, the nice. cheer squads or whatever you want to call them, right? Like the the audience was something that we had not seen before on this level um we've seen people cheer and we've always made our comments about like man carasuno needs like the cheer squad right like what the heck's going on around here but this really reached a whole new level for both sides um with a literal like marching band or a band and cheerleaders and you know what i mean like, like calling people up by, <laughs> yeah an orchestra calling people up by name and then we had carasuno and uh uh with seiko coming in clutch and you know with the with the drum and all that kind of stuff was just something that really added a whole new element to it that i loved um and and made it awesome also the the stadium itself being that it was tougher to play in was something that was interesting too so i just adding all these like new elements that we have not seen before kind of broke up a little bit of the 
potential redundancy that, that the show might suffer from being that it is a show strictly about volleyball, right? So like, there's only so many yeah. games you could have that go the same and like clutch moments. Cause like, we know Karasuno to an extent has to win, right? At least in the beginning, unless they do a weird ending. Uh, so like there is an air of predictability. And so what you tend to enjoy is how we get there, right? The process. And so what, you know, what can happen sometimes with shows like that is if they don't do something different enough, which sometimes that could be hard if you're playing at a high school gymnasium, um, there seems to, you know, this seems to be like, we're a little stagnant, but going to nationals, having this arena, having to work around the, you know, your space and all that kind of stuff. And then the audience at the end there. And, uh, you know, this team in Arizaki really just added a whole new level of what Haikyuu is capable of. And it was really, really awesome to see. I really loved it. Um, and I loved, I just loved every character that took part in it, whether in the game or out of the game, their commentary. You know, I love the, the games of Nekoma as well. Uh, Kenma had some great moments to shine here as well as Yamamoto, which was funny because, you know, we said it in our tier list. I really didn't see that coming. Kind of came out of left field that like, he had so much highlighted on him, but I mean, they're part of the same team, right? That's what that's what they do. Um, but it was really cool. There, there were just it was able to highlight the best parts of a lot of these characters, and uh, on such a grand stage, it really was cool to see and got me really excited for uh, you know for future events. Um, you know, I I gotta I gotta you know toss it out to the third years too. You know, Daichi and oh, Asai sure. Suga. Sure. Um, those scenes just warm my heart like every time that I see them because there's yeah. just a whole different level man of like you know them working as hard as they could to get to where they are now and taking that chance now you know now that they have it their old captains being there and you know kind of spurring them on and crying about it because they're like you when this chance come you better take it and like just seeing them here now was was something that was really cool we're really a lot of our hard work is really paying off um, you know, the growth was just so substantial and, and, you know, I just, I just love to see it play itself out, you know? Yeah, it's, it's really dope. There's, uh, this season is like literally jam packed with character, you know, moments, character development, uh, just so many, like you were really saying before, so many great payoff moments, um, from relationships and, and things that we've had built up and established throughout the last three seasons. Um, I mean, you know, there's the moment with Noya where he sort of like has to get over this fear, so to speak, that gets crypt up into him from uh, um, from Atsumu serves, um, and he has uh, um, Inoshida, I believe is his name, like help sort of help him out with that, which is like a really warm and nice touching moment. Um, there's one of my favorite moments, the moment with Yama, where he's like going through his uh, his serve and like his his whole sort of mental coping strategy gets uh, interrupted, you know, in the middle of his serve, and he starts to like lose his mind a little bit and panic. And uh, his his real actual his real actual dad uh, comes in and uh, you know neighborhood sama and just uh, like you know comes in clutch for him. He comes with the bag that has the the picture that he told him to visualize. Um, that scene broke me. I literally cried uh, like a small child. Um, and I, yeah, there's there's so many there's so many scenes like you were saying before with with Nekuma, um, getting that the emotional backstory of like Kenma and Yamamoto's different philosophy then watching them sort of blend and, and learn to work together as a team was really cool. And even seeing like, you know, again, the fact that like Kenma is not your traditional, well, or I'll say he's not the, he's not the average Haikyuu volleyball player, not like sweating for the game. Um, but he's, he is living, breathing and sweating for his, the team, for the players on his team. Uh, you know, they're his friends and he's willing to go that extra mile each and every time for them, despite the effort that it makes him put in 
which he does not like doing. Um, I love that shit. I love, I mean, saying a little I do feel like it bears a little bit of repeating. This is Hinata season. The amount of growth and development that specifically Hinata goes through, I think is, is one of my favorite. I like, cause you know, we were saying in, you know, it's been said before, Hinata, you know, is not a traditional or hasn't been a traditional volleyball player in terms of at least his knowledge, you know, statistics, things he can know and things he can learn and improve upon because he hasn't really known what to do or how to do a lot of things, I should say, um, other than rely on his instincts, right? And, and rely on his gut reactions. But this season does a beautiful job of not only teaching him, you know, teaching him how to learn to play volleyball and teaching him how to watch but also teaching him how to teach other people and teaching him how to inspire other people. I've, you know, I've said it before. It's my, my go-to for this season teaches Hinata how to control. It's something that this show thematically touches on a lot um, because there was a lot of, you know, mental psychological elements that this show brushes up on in terms of like how this sport is played that has nothing to do with the physicality of it that I actually really like. And the more they delved into, or it made me realize like wow you could really like mess a team up before you even get the first serve in and like you could win a game you know what i mean without even talking to them essentially um but one of the major components is that rhythm right whether it's you know one team just getting a string of, of serves and points you know uh you know uh play after play and the other team just not being able to pick up the ball whether it's like you know the team sort of hones in and targets on one player you know to sort of like really break their you know their mental state down and get them really depressed or discouraged um, but it doesn't matter, at least with, in terms of Karasuno, because Hinata has this ability to sort of redirect that rhythm, right? Anytime his team is like winning and they're scoring a lot of points, he kind of can work with the team to foster up that, you know, that high morale and that positivity and like sort of keep the engine going. And anytime they are getting depressed or they're on the opposite end of that, he has the, you know, this, this vibe and this energy about him to sort of instantly like shoot everybody out of their funk and be like, all right, guys, I mean, like that scene when, when, we they lose that sort of wrestle point and everybody is just down on their luck and you know they're given that that sort of like depressed energy and vibe and Hinata's like yo guys did you see that receive I just did that's that was insane like watch me do it again and it's like everybody's laughing can't help but feel good being around Hinata because the the metaphor they make in the show which I absolutely love um it's actually the 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 Maya twins who pick up on it watching Hinata play volleyball is like watching somebody who's like really hungry eat a good meal right? You just can't help but get hungry too. You can't help but be like, damn, that food, that, that must be really good. Like, let me, let me, let me get a plate of that. What you got over? It? You know what I mean? Cause it's like, it's just, it is so watch Hinata, somebody who argue, arguably may love volleyball more than it hasn't really, um, you know, be in his element, play this sport and do the thing that I believe he's earned the right to do and, and participate and play in and excel at. Um, it, it's so cool. It was really cool. I, I love that this season puts, finally puts Hinata, you know, uh, I forget his name, but old, you know, naggy, uh, you know, raisin coach from Shiratorizawa, uh, says, you know, something along the lines of like, at the beginning of this, he's like, yeah, I'll let you join the camp Hinata, but only to prove that without Kageyama, you're nothing on your own. And I, I think this season thoroughly proves that Hinata is a force to be reckoned with, with or without Kageyama. A hundred percent, man. Yeah. I thought, uh, Hinata's growth was, you know, to mirror what you said, one of the standout parts of this season was fantastic. Some amazing moments. My favorite was when he kind of reversed the Uno card them with the, you know, when they lost that point that he got the receive, and then he just lifts the whole team up, like you said, and they they use the the food analogy. Um, yeah. 
that was the one of the the best moments um, for me. I think if I had to say, um, you know, my my favorite uh, moment of this season, man, there were so many good ones. If I had to choose, uh, and I think it had to have been Tanaka's um, internal monologue that he had with that episode. I mean, it doesn't come as much as a surprise because Tanaka is my favorite character in the show, but the imagery that Haiku uses, they excel so much with their imagery in the show, and it was just so emotional to see Tanaka climbing that seemingly endless staircase to then only be stopped because there are no more stairs to climb, right? And it's just a mountain in, in front of him that seems just insurmountable. But seeing him be able to work through that and in spite of himself being a little, you know, depressed, having his team there, obviously, but just having such mental fortitude um, and come out on the other side of that victorious after just getting blocked and blocked and blocked and all that kind of stuff and then pulling other people up in the process while doing it and, you know, making all them feel that they got a mental boost just from seeing Tanaka be able to handle it was just, that was a part where I was like, I was super close to crying on that part. That was the closest I got to crying this season, 100%. That was super emotional. Uh, probably shed a tear or two on that one. That was like, that was some crazy stuff to see. And it was just like, it highlighted what makes this character so lovable for me. And uh, just this team surrounding him and everything. It was just, it was a, it was a really great moment for me. Um, and it really just highlighted an important lesson in that, just because someone is perceived to be the happiest person in the room does not necessarily mean they are. And I mean, now to be fair, Tanaka, I would actually argue maybe genuinely is the happiest person in, in the room. <laughs> you know, like he, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. Tanaka struggles with like, you know, depression long, to the 10th degree. Uh, yeah, it's not yeah. like long form where he's constantly battling it, which can happen, but that's not his case. But the point still stands that, you know, in, ta in Tanaka's monologue, he goes over the fact that, you know, he says, listen, it happens roughly once every six months or something like that where my confidence just plummets and I just get depressed. And that too can happen and is equally as important to address and, you know, and to, and to work with because, you know, it, it, the point is, is that if he, if his emotions can dip that low, that means that, you know, hopefully it never happens, but he could stay there, you know, at some point. Um, and, but the thing about Tanaka is, you know, that he's, it's going to be really tough for that to happen. But it was still an interesting lesson, nonetheless. And I think one that is important that even the strongest people, there are times, even if it's not all the time, but there are times where they can hit low points, you know? So it was, it was nice to see, it was nice to see that, that touch of realism, you know, put into, injected into his character and made him very human, um, you know, it, it was really cool for me to see, but that was, that was probably one of my standout parts. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, that's a, I don't know if there's anything else that, you, you know, you want to bring up Isaiah specifically, any scenes, characters, whatever. Um, I mean, I think I've said what I had to say personally about the season. I loved it. It was my favorite one yet. Uh, you know, this season to me was like a 10 out of 10 for sure. Um, like I said, you know, love in conclusion here, love the characters, love the growth, love the games. And I feel like those, and love the lessons taught. And I feel like those four elements are what make Haikyuu so special to begin with, in my, you know, in my opinion. So it really just showed the pinnacle of Haikyuu. Uh, but the, the great thing is, is I think it's going to get even better once we keep on going, because we're going to get this game against 
Nekuma, which is going to be awesome to see on yeah. the national stage, and then obviously the finals and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I couldn't be more excited. Yeah, no, I I am definitely excited. You know, very excited for the future. Uh, you know, they set up like you said, they set up this game with Nekuma, um, which is going to absolutely hurt my feelings in the most brutal way possible. Um, I've actually decided to split my body in half so that I can root for both Nekuma and Katsuno <laughs> because I don't, I might, I'm emotionally, I'm not equipped to just pick one over the other. Um, so that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then like, yeah, I mean, like you said, like nationals, this is, that'll be, you know, I believe if I'm, you know, I could have this hundred percent wrong in my head, but like something like the second to the final match of nationals or, or maybe like that, but we're getting close to the finals, you know, eventually, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that win or at least make it to finals. Um, so, uh, you know, that'll be fun to, that'll be fun to look forward to as well as who else made it to that. Um, you know, uh, I, I just, you know, my, the thing I get in my head every time I watch a great match and, you know, I thought about this in previous seasons and this one, I think is the best, like I've said, the best match, you know, that I, that the show has to offer the show is only going to top it, right? The show, this, if this was the best match, the show is now the next match we get. It's going to be even better. And we know it is because it's against Nekoma, but like that match is going to be even better, <laughs> you know, in all aspects than, than uh, this match with Inaz uh, Inarizaki, which is, I, uh, you know, season five win. That's, that's all I got to say. That's all. <laughs> well said, my friend. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for our Q Season 4 review. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you did, make sure you guys are dropping a like on this video, subscribing to the channel, hit the bell if you're new here, and commenting your thoughts down below. What did you think of this season of Haikyuu? What were some standout moments for you, your favorite characters in the, seasons, in the season, uh, our thoughts on it, all that kind of stuff. We're curious to get the conversation going with you guys. Also refer to our description down below if you want to support us even further. We have our Linktree link there. It'll bring you to all the ways you can support us with the AOA Reacts channel, uh, our reaction channel if you want to catch all of our Haikyuu live reactions. Uh, we also have our social media there, our Discord, which is totally free to join, and our Patreon as well if you want exclusive benefits to the show while also supporting us. It's really a win-win, so you definitely want to go check that out if you want to support us and you want unfiltered, unedited access to our Haikyuu live reactions, which is kind of a big one that a lot of the Haikyuu fans have been jumping on board for. So if that sounds like something that would interest you, definitely head on over and check it out. But anyway, folks, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, we'll catch you on the flip. Peace. Peace out. Don't disobey, then you get judged by apostles, apostles, apostles.